Good morning, BML. It is your boy Is Nefarious here, and I am here with the Breakfast Crew. We got the Breakfast Show for you. After a long night of drafting in PML, the most hyped time of the year. Christmas is right around the corner as well. It's it's a great week. So let's start with introducing our cast. We got our boy D Lloyd in the building. D Lloyd, say hello to the people. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy D Lloyd. We are back. Another episode. We had the late night draft last night. We had the draft party. It was it was a good time, man. I'm excited to talk about the draft. Yep, very excited to talk about the draft. We got plenty to talk about. Uh we also got A Rod in the building. A Rod, say hello to the people. What's up, everybody? Start to a new season. So I guess today would be the first episode of our, our season. Yep, first episode of the new season. Uh, we got preseason to talk about. We got plenty to talk about, like I, like we said. And we got Hefe back with us. Hefe, say what's up to the people fresh out the DR, right, Hefe? Yeah, what's going on? Still sitting in the airport at the DR, waiting to get back on the plane to Miami. Unfortunately, I, I brought my PlayStation with me, but I couldn't connect to the uh, internet at the no. hotel. So I'll be, I'll be fielding the, the same team that I did last year. So, you know, nothing new. I, I, you know, the computer didn't do me any favors in the draft. So basically, the, the Packers will be playing the same roster you saw last year. Well, with that salary cap situation, at least you got the same roster yeah. you had last year. You know, yeah, I know you had a good draft. I guess that's something we'll get into. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Deloitte, I want you. You said you you got the grades, so I want you to uh, have that up because when we dive into it, we'll talk about the grades people got and where they. Related as far as okay. and these grades the are from Neon Sports, not like my personal grades. So um, I don't need anybody. It's mad dope at me. that Neon Sports does that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pull them up. As you so want them now. Uh, no, no, no. We, okay. we we'll talk about the draft. Um, we'll talk about the top ten. Uh, we'll, we'll actually just talk about. Well, I'm gonna bring up the first round. I'm just gonna mention it, and then you can talk about some surprises that happened. Um, so first overall to the New York Giants, we had Kayvon Thibodeau going, uh, we had Desmond Ritter going second overall to Cleveland, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. went third overall to the Jets, we had Jordan Davis, uh, going to Pittsburgh at four, uh, Malik Willis went to Washington at five, Kyle Hamilton went to, um, went to the Jets at six, Evan Neal went to the, uh, Falcons at seven, Drake Jets. Jackson went to Houston at eight. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson went to um, Cincinnati at nine, and then Chris Olave went to uh, Houston at ten. Olave, Olave, sorry. Yeah, you gotta be sorry. Fancy. Olave, there's no, there's no, <laughs> uh, there's no. Um, what is it? What is it called? Uh, but yeah, no, 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 no. There's usually the accent mark. Oh, the, the accent the e thing. Yeah, to make it sound like an A. Uh, but. <laughs> From the top ten, we have a surprise already. Let's we'll break it down by ten. What do you guys think about that top ten? And I know a lot of people are going to bring up, um, you know, Washington being able to trade out of one and still getting their guy in Malik Willis at number five. Yeah, I mean, I think the Thibodeau pick was a great pick. Um, best guy in the draft, at least that yep. was the consensus, and he definitely was the best guy in the draft. Eighty-two, that is rare. You get somebody that good um, coming into PML as a rookie. So 
that's a really really good pick uh desmond redder uh i wasn't too shot just from talking with hd um but i thought maybe that was because willis wasn't going to be available you know what i mean he just kind of yep. settled on that i did not know he would straight up just skip on willis for ritter um but yep. i'm a big proponent of going and get you getting your guy you know what i mean yep uh the rest of the top five, I'm not really shocked. I mean, maybe Willis also falling below Pittsburgh and you, um, because yeah, he was sitting there. So I, I thought maybe no, I thought maybe you would then try to go grab Willis. Um, but other than that, I'm not really shocked with in the rest of the top ten. So, um, Arod, how do you feel about the top ten? You got you got Stingley in. Uh, you got Stingley and Kyle Hamilton out of the top 10. So how do you feel about the top 10? What are the surprises? And how do you feel about your two picks? Uh, to go about my picks first, my ultimate plan was when I made this deal with Byrne was to target uh, Dibs and Stingley with the understanding that Byrne was going to take Willie Willis and Ritter would go too. So I was in a uh, position to grab both of them, but last minute, Burn hits me up and tells me he's going dead. Sorry, Rod, blah, blah, blah. So that little dream scenario I had was pretty much pulled from under me. But um, so I took Stingley with the third pick. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I was in the treadmill. Um, he's something something I desperately needed. As you've seen, I was probably the worst passing defense in the league. So we also added Kyle Hamilton, who will be playing safety, not linebacker. Um, so the, the secondary is something I had to address. As far as surprises, yeah. I think a lot of the guys from 6 to 10 benefited from these quarterbacks going early. Like Evan Neal going number 7. He was a projected number 1 pick. Drake Jackson, Aiden Hutchinson going 9. You know, these are guys that would be top 5 picks if these quarterbacks were not taken off the board. Yeah, so taking a look at the draft, you know, you get you get Evan Neal at 7. You get Drake Jackson at 8. Aiden Hutchinson at 9. Um, you know, all great picks. Like that um, seven, eight, nine right there are guys I was looking at with my early picks. So, so it's that's a big it, win for teams. Yeah, huge win for those teams, and you know, in my opinion, um, Hefe, you weren't there, but you know, taking a look at the draft, did you do a lot of scouting? Um, could you really speak on some surprises, or you just really uh, got yeah, he, a, was, he was busy with Super Bowl preparations. Yeah, he was. So what you got any thoughts uh, about this draft? I mean, listening, and I'm unfortunately pretty disconnected here uh, the last few days, but listening to what took place, man, uh, first and foremost, kudos to King Mike because <laughs> he worked the draft beautifully uh, from what I just heard what about having that kid being able to play it out. Right. Yeah, correction, he worked goose. He, he worked goose. The draft just played itself out after. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, big props to him. But the name that you said, um, I mean, they sound pretty, you know, pretty good to go in, in, in the top. I mean, I think everybody got the uh, player that they wanted. Um, I didn't get to do uh, much scouting because, honestly, maybe I'm the only one. I'm, they might be others, but I don't think anyone really understood the scouting in, in the draft. So, you know. I just looked up my guy who the CPU uh, picked in the first round, and, you know, Todd McShay had him to go in the first round, so I guess I'm okay with that. He was a potential top 10, 14 pick. He got a really good um, pick that way. The way I was looking at him, yeah. I thought he was a top who's, 10 who's guy that? in the entire draft. I'm sorry, I missed it. Who, was, who are you talking Carl about? Carl Lutliff. How do you think? 
Carlos. Carl So I thought he was a top ten talent in the entire draft. So when he went that late, I was shocked that he just kept falling. I mean at seventy five overall. Yeah. Just for perspective. Uh no pick, no pick after pick twenty one. No, no, no pick after pick seventeen was over a seventy five. And no, there was one. There was one, which was uh Elam who fell to Dallas, which I don't know how he fell that late too. And there's really only a few guys overall, like in the entire draft class, is over seventy five. I, so I feel like I'm I'm he looking. Still at might him be too. top ten talent. Yeah, I'm looking at him too, and he looks like the perfect. Uh, I don't know what what you run. A lot of his combine want. stuff was, from what I remember, he had a few elites on there. Do you run a three four or four three in Green Bay, or do you run both? Because he's like a perfect edge edge player to set the edge, and you know I don't think he's a three four type of type of player as far as being an outside linebacker. But in a four there three, were twelve I think players player. over seventy five overall. No, we um we um uh, we we run the combination there. He's gonna be from just looking at him. I, I had a chance to take a look at him this morning. Um, yeah. So he's he's definitely gonna. Uh, be a, uh, a, a, a down lineman, and, and uh, we're going to be able to move him inside and outside. Yeah, he's so, got the strength you know, to play our, in. Our, in our nickel package, yeah, in our nickel package, and so we have some pretty good rush uh, linebackers between Zadarius uh, Smith and, and Gary, so he's going to move inside with uh, Kenny Clark in our nickel situations and our full path, and then on our three four situations, he's going to he's going to be able to. Uh, he has good good size at two eighty three, um, you know, uh, good strength. Yeah, so he'll be able to free up and keep and, and allow those linebackers to run free. So he'll be a starter from day one. But um, after that, I don't think the, the CPU did me any favors. <laughs> well, let's let's dive into the rest of the draft. At number ten, uh, at number eleven, Zach Harrison went to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Jalen Widemeyer went to uh, Washington at twelve. Ahmad Gardner, uh, the na- national champion, went to uh, Pittsburgh at 13. Uh, I can Aquanu, Aquanu is that? Did I, how'd I do with that? I, I, yeah, you good. I, all right, all right, I'll take it. Uh, Minnesota took him at 14. Uh, Demarvin Leal went to the Patriots at number 15. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr. went to Philly at 16. Uh, Kenyon Green went to Houston at 17. Uh, Jaleel Billingsley, the tight end, went to Jacksonville at 18. Uh, Spencer Rattler went to New Orleans at 19. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum went to Tampa Bay at 20. Uh, Jordan Battle at 21 to KC. Uh, Kair Elam to uh, Dallas at 22. Garrett Wilson to Detroit at 23. Uh, Christian Harris went to Miami at 24. Uh, Charles Cross went to the Chargers at uh, 25. Owen Popo went to Carolina at 26. Uh, Jackson Kirkland went to uh, the football team at 27. D'Angelo Malone went to Denver at 28. Josh Joby went to Tennessee at 29. Uh, Tariq Woolen, uh, extreme reach, went to uh, Carolina at 30. Um, George Karlaftis went to Green Bay, as we said, at 31. Uh, 32, Rasheed Walker went to San Francisco. So extreme that wraps reach. up the-, the extreme reach was D'Angelo Malone. That was the biggest <laughs> yeah, yeah. reach I've oh, ever yeah, seen, bro. <laughs> yeah, D'Angelo. We'll, we'll talk about that. You know, so based on what you <laughs> just said, I see three steals in the first round. The first one being 
Uh, Elon going 22nd to Dallas. You think that's a steal? That's, oh, I he do. is a 76 overall. I, do, but I liked him before I traded that 12th and 13th pick. I wanted him there. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, I think it might be the steal of the draft, is Kenyon Green going 17 when he was a projected top five yeah. player. Yeah, that was a really good pick. So that's the second yeah. one. And the third Kenyon one was Green went pick. to uh, Houston. Yeah. He was a top five player? Yeah, on my uh, my I scouted him. He was top he was five. up there. Yeah, he was definitely up there. Yeah, he's got good athleticism. He's got great run block out of the, out of the gate. I mean, uh, we got to just say it, man. Spencer Rattler is also a steal. Yeah, he's guaranteed he a dev. He's guaranteed guaranteed star. Guaranteed before star before we even get to goes. the draft, um, yep. dev tool. So that's a heck of a pick, especially for a team that had to go quarterback. Um, you know. He could have very well been gone. We thought more quarterbacks were going to go in the first round than they actually did. So him falling there, I think it's a great, great pick for him. What are two steals that you guys saw in the first round from one to thirty-two? Um, you said what? What? What picks were steals from? Yeah, uh, like anything stand out that you know someone got lucky? Uh, DeMarvin, DeMarvin Leo at fifteen is a really good pick. Um, you know he's the best-rated uh, defensive tackle. I know it was the CPU that picked him. Um, you take a look at DeMarvin Leal. I mean, he's got 90 strength. He's got enough strength to play. Um, you know, he's going to play that three tech because he's got a good. He's got good athleticism uh, while being a defensive tackle. I mean, uh, definitely a great pick for the Patriots that weren't even there. Um, other than that, just taking a look, um, I can't really say there was many. Uh, besides Kenyon Green, that was also a steal, like you mentioned. Uh, yeah, I can't really say anybody else. Was Looking at, um, I think Carl Left is falling to thirty-one. Is, that, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. It's crazy. He was a projected it, top ten to me. Mm-hmm. So him falling that low to thirty-one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty significant drop. <laughs> yeah, you got something special with that pick. Yeah, you you definitely got a good player at at thirty-one. That was a great. Um, so, yeah, me now. so something that stands out for me also is Atlanta taking Evan Neal, which rightfully so, you can't pass him up. But do you think he should have considered fixing some of the holes on this team? Can you hear me now? My hey, mic hey, working? I, I, yeah, your mic's working. Yeah, we can hear you. So, um, you said Evan Neal is, is, uh, you know, so... So he needed O line, right? It wasn't like he didn't need O line. Maybe it was just you know he's gonna take the best. I mean, he had a good draft in general. Like yeah. going O line and then getting your quarterback later mm-hmm. was a great plan that I don't think nobody really seen. Because like I, I said, think we were all talking about quarterbacks. That was that was the yeah. that was the plan that most should have took. But a lot of people really, I, I believe they reached for something that could have been there in the later round. So well, um, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks went compared to what we thought was going. What is yeah, it? Yeah, I thought. Three quarterbacks in the first up. round? Yeah. It was only so, three. He's a lot. Yeah, but, I mean, you know Willis was a lot. You know he was going to go. I think Ritter definitely winning the national championship and having the chance at a dev. You knew he was going to go. So, really, the only other guy was Rattler. And Rattler, we all knew, looked really good. You just had to deal with the slow throwing motion. But the fact that he's going to have a dev, regardless, makes it good. So, I really actually – appreciate all three quarterbacks and i'm the main one saying i didn't like the quarterback class but yeah um, i didn't i didn't like the quarterback class and that's why that's kind of why i didn't take one top 
top five. You know, looking at my well, team, I like, want to ask I, you. I, that. I drive, yeah. What did you see in Jordan Davis that just stood out for you? So, um, what really led me to taking Jordan Davis? So, I I'm a big uh, you know fan of building like bully type of teams, like you know massive bodies in the front right. seven you know, uh, control the line of scrimmage, that type of stuff. And Jordan Davis is actually the perfect guy for that. He's 6'6", 350. Uh, he's got 95 strength. Um, what really sold me is, like, when, when I was drafting him at first, it was like, oh, he has great, uh, good to great strength. I was like, all right, you know, that doesn't make sense. I thought he would be, like, crazy strong. And then after the update, like, towards the end of the season, it was like, oh, elite strength. I was like, all right, you know, now he becomes that guy. Right. The only guy I would have took over him in this draft um, at number four would have been uh, Thibodeau. That's yeah. the only guy I would have took. Um, but what really led to that, too, is I, I had three down linemen. I had Hayward, I had uh, Tua, and I had Alu-Alu. And what happened is Alu-Alu retired. I got Hayward, who's uh, who regressed to a star. I lost that inside stuff. And I also um, know he's going to regress even more, even though I have him for two more seasons. So I was like, you know, it's something I need to address. I didn't like the quarterback class enough to reach. And I felt like I could get a quarterback I wanted in the second round. So that's what led me to uh, draft Jordan Davis. And then I drafted uh, Ahmad Garner. I needed a corner. You reaching out. That's why I was I jumped all over it because I was, you know, Ahmad Garner was somebody I was really looking at. I even mentioned on a breakfast show, was it? Oh, oh, I forgot what it was. I think it was a breakfast show or a post show. And I was like, you know, I take up. We were watching the national championship show, so it's yeah. post show. And I was yeah. like, I'll even take a Martin Gardner over Stingley. Yeah, you, and you were wanting him not to get interceptions. Yeah, no, I was like, Stop. I mean, I, yeah, you definitely can't take him over Stingley, but I think he was a very close. Yeah. I really like Gardner. I mean, he's six three. I mean, the eighty nine. I mean, you speed threatened like the, me pre-draft show so, I mean, <laughs> yeah yeah you were doing <laughs> yeah. the pre-draft show i was like you know, hey, right, you, know how we were, you know how we were talking about uh Gardner before the draft yeah i get the i'm a real deal kill you video from Neff saying talk about Gardner again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't talk about Gardner again um but yeah i'm i'm happy Neff, did you with... wind up drafting a quarterback yes in the second yeah. round i so i, I wanted my guy in the... i i was actually based JT on the way Daniels. quarterback we'll, we'll we'll go we're gonna go into the second round um, and based on, you know, I took him, uh, at number four, I would have actually took taken something else. But the thing is I had picked 30 of the third round. So I was like, all right, I don't know if people are going to get QB happy at this point. So I'm just going to take him here. Um, you know, there's no reason for me to grab anything else. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have any other holes to address. Now you could say I could have took, him. uh, Matt Corral, I could have took uh, Sam Howell. One one reason I wanted to pick JT Daniels is I have like a photographic memory when it comes to like stuff, you know, with, with PML and stuff like that. And JT Daniels, every single cycle has gotten a depth. So I was like, he's a five star recruit out of high school. Um, he goes yeah. to Georgia, you know. I was like, this guy could definitely get a get a dev for me. Um, I don't know how Georgia did in the sim though. That's the only thing. In the past though, JT Daniels at USC, so that okay, could have so also affected a little that, bit. But he was still he was still, I believe, the number two quarterback coming out of high school. 
Um, he was like top yep. fifteen, top twenty in the country for sure. So he's definitely yep. highly, uh, highly recruited. And uh, what also uh, led me to drafting him is his his elite throw power, and he ended up with ninety four. Um, the only thing is he has seventy seven injury. Um, the game kind of I don't think the game was broke when it came to the injuries. They said D, and I'm I looked at you know Willis and I looked at uh, Ritter. And they were both low 80s in the injury rating. I don't know yeah. if that's how it transferred over from the file as far as uh, all the quarterbacks, but they were extremely low on the injury rating, in my opinion. Um, so, who knows? And that's what turned me off from Hal, ultimately. Uh, I thought about you know reuniting with, with Sam Hal. Um, but the injury rating was too low for you? Like, just in scouting, it was too low. I don't know what the injury rating ended up ended up ultimately being but um yeah that that's I'll, I'll take that a look definitely right scared now. me i know Jaden daniels ended up with 94 so i felt definitely comfortable with that actually sam but, howell sam howell was solid he had 85 injury it wasn't the greatest you could put five into uh, 85 actually, you injury you, could, you can't do nothing to could, that yeah you can't do nothing to that but when you go when you go into uh the bye week all you have to do is rush your plays you get plus two injuries so true and that's yep. that's permanent so you yeah. know um Either way, you know, I got uh, – I think uh, JT Daniels ended up with 77 injury, which is tough. It's tough scenes, but, you know, we'll put some injury into him and we'll build him. And I think uh, I think it'll be fine. Hopefully we get a dev out of him and um, I don't know Logan how – Logan said 97 injury. Ooh. <laughs> who, uh, who who ended up picking Slovis? Well, we'll talk about Burn. it. In this, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about uh, the top ten in each position. Uh, any uh, any surprises second round for you guys uh, as far as the draft goes? Uh, Miles Jones going to the Saints. He's a seventy three overall corner. Um, that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, a little bit of a reach. Um, you know, not a crazy reach, but a little bit of a reach. Carson Strong went to Indianapolis at thirty two. I like that pick. Yeah, he he got a really. Really good quarterback at that pick, seventy three overall. Yeah. Any other surprises for you guys? Uh, we do and, have an eighty two overall in uh, Nick Herbig, but um, JT needs to confirm was that an accident and did you have to fix his awareness and play rec? Yeah, yeah, we gotta know about that. He said he had to make like four adjustments. Um, so what, unless he just accurate? thinks he's the smartest player known to man, and he that ninety nine awareness is all right. <laughs> I mean, who knows, man? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, N'Kobe Dean going nine to the Bengals. Uh, like I was saying earlier, that was my pick. That was a guy I wanted, um, and he went earlier than I, I expected him to go. But coming in at a 70 overall uh, with, I believe, oh, 88 so Madden, speed. Madden, Madden did that. So, uh, Mad, so not, it's going to stand. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to stand. 99 play rec, 99 awareness. Madden is Nick childish Herbert. for that, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, childish as hell. Childish as hell putting in my division. That's why they childish, bro. What are yeah, you doing? Man, for sure. We got to start paying more attention to the storylines. So, um, so, so knowing that, do you think the smartest player ever stepped foot on the field? Yeah, biggest, man. You cannot get nothing by him. <laughs> biggest biggest steal of the draft? It has to be at that point, yeah. bro. I mean, he's the yeah. best dude. He's tied people, for the best guy that, in the draft. He's a top five pick. Yeah, man, it's hard. This is bro. So, I mean, he's going to Baltimore. Y'all gonna have to deal with him. 
Uh, no. Neff, that, that's the you no, problem, bro. We're, we're okay, that's a you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a you problem, man. You think you're okay till your play actions don't work against a 99 <laughs> play wreck. <laughs> He's all over it. Um, it. So, yeah. And other than that, in the second round, I would say there was nothing crazy. I don't think that happened there. Yeah. Um, but it was some solid picks for sure. Um, I liked uh, Munford going to Ohio State. I mean, from Ohio State going to the Chargers. Um, Ohio State guy, he might have a chance for something um, at left guard. But other than that, man, Matt Corral, he was in the national championship game. We'll see what happens there. Um, he only has seven yeah, injury, a- which is uh, you know, the part you at least I worry about a little bit. But yeah. Solid quarterback. I'm not gonna lie, a lot better than I thought. I thought Corral was ass. Uh, so I, him being solid is a is a good shot. Oh, yep. Those so, are my second round. Uh, any any surprises for you, A Rod or you Hefe? Well, Hefe, I'm not even gonna get your opinion because you were you know, like I guess, yeah, I guess Corral Corral going where he went because I I, I could have seen him going in the first. I mean, Hefe got a, a solid. I mean, I know he don't like him, but a solid safety or cornerback in round two. Um, oh, 89 yeah, speed, seventy-two overall, McDuffie. and we know how the way this draft goes. Yeah, that's that's very good. That's has, I mean, he's solid. I need mean, he's he's not fast. Um, has but he has great acceleration, so he accelerates to that eighty-nine speed quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that ninety-three acceleration, which might be which might be you know a little bit more important. As a corner, you know what I mean. Then just straight yeah, away speed. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, so, I I think he's solid. Um, you know, obviously you can still dev him up. His stamina and injury is is alarming. It's like you terrible. want to get those up yeah. ASAP. Yeah, like. But other than that, I think he's solid. Um, so I w- I would say that's a pretty good pick there. And he has an 86 kick return. You know what I mean? I'm all about oh, yeah. kick return ratings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just stop, taking stop, a look. Stop trying to sell me on that. So, <laughs> hey, just, taking a, just taking a look. The biggest draft bust of this round might have been Reggie Robert Robertson Jr. going to Buffalo uh, at 63 over. Actually, no, no, no. Uh, the first guy taking Arizona, uh, the Larvin, uh, fucking Turner Yell, whatever the fuck his name is. Terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Uh, I think. Sorry, uh, I think Yo, JC's hey, like, hey, yeah, out. he's bad. Like, Yo, <laughs> Yo time out. Goose, between when the draft had to take place, Goose has taken the, the biggest L in PML draft history, trading up the first overall pick, the King Mike to begin with, and then also his first pick in the second round. In retrospect? CPU. It was really bad. I mean, just because you could have had an 82 overall yep, rookie with a dev <laughs> that's yep. cheap. And he would <laughs> he would have been guaranteed a dev because that man has uh, either, but, yeah, but, either Chandler Jones or TJ Watt. I mean, but uh, we could JJ always Watt talk about retrospective, right? Like, at yeah. the time, he like who we knew Thib will be the best player, but who yep. thought he was going to be an 82? 
You know what I mean? Like at least yeah, I did. I, I thought he would be a solid guy. I didn't think he'll be an eighty-two. So you got to look at that. I locked him in my mind at like seventy-seven, seventy-eight when I was. Yeah. So you got you got to you know retrospectively <laughs> now. <laughs> so Q said, "No, nah, that shit was bad. Now <laughs> yeah, tomorrow, then you don't get." So I'm trying to give benefit of the doubt. I, I do agree it was a bad deal, especially now. When you look back at it, it definitely makes it look worse. Just because you could have gotten, you know, better. Yeah. So just for so, having that. Uh, so uh, we're gonna move on to the third round of the draft. Uh, anybody that stands out to you? Um, I'm gonna say my own pick. I got uh, George Pickens at uh, pick 30 in the third round. I and. He was like a top, you know, highly touted wide receiver, right? Coming out of college in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm happy I got him at, at pick 30 in the third round. I just know everybody messed up and let me get Wandale Robinson. So um, expect 80 catches and um, him being in contention of rookie of the year. Definitely happening. You can lock Wandale Robinson. Uh, 72 mm-hmm. overall. Solid, solid player 97 there. acceleration Ooh, is my guy man 97 97 <laughs> and now wandell robinson is gonna be like yeah he's getting suspended Come <laughs> and yeah you throwing the ball at him so much i'm being your, your stream saying yeah wandell robinson suspended wandell robinson suspended <laughs> no i like i think he'll be a good fit alongside darnell moss and waller um and juju you gotta leave somebody you probably yeah. will leave him yeah that's exactly. the hope at least We'll see. If I'm over here playing enough, like, he's fucking double-teaming Wandale Robinson. <laughs> Why is he double-teaming Wandale Robinson? <laughs> I just threw the third straight bomb to uh, to uh, Darnell, Darnell Moss. Moss. He's not even a Justin. He's just Wandale Robinson. I was trying to help you not get suspended, sir. Yeah, man. Just doing uh, my so, part. <laughs> yeah, I like that pick. I liked your pick um, in round two. Uh, I think Slovis going in the third round is a solid pick as well. Yeah. Uh, just getting that quarterback um, locked in. Now, what did I say? He had 97 injury. So, I mean, he's, as long as you want him to play, he'll be out there. Um, so yeah, the Giants for him. Yeah, and the Chicago getting uh, Devin Lloyd, that linebacker. I think that's a solid pickup as well. 71 <laughs> overall. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> uh, uh, no, but Kevin... 71 overall in the third round. I mean, you can't really beat that, you know. Yeah, Kevin, uh, Kevin, um, Kenan Slovis, Kevin, Kenan Slovis, uh, won the, uh, the award for QBs as well, right? Uh, I believe he could have, yeah. Hey, uh, I ain't gonna lie, Devin, you, you are slow, but you got great acceleration <laughs> and great injury, bro. I'm gonna say Speaking that. Of slow, did you guys see the Colts drafted, um, Drake London, who was an 84 speed receiver? Oh yeah, absolutely the yeah, worst. But he's good, man. I think he's solid. Yeah. I don't think he's bad. I Good think release, in Mo's hands, in Mo's yeah. hands, he doesn't like Mo. Is I don't think is a guy that needs to rely on speed. You know what I mean? So I think Mo's a bum and he doesn't need to rely on speed. But that's just me. <laughs> there you go. So I think him being in the you know in his hands, getting him so late. I mean, I think that's that's a steal. And I think in in. Alvin and Nogbear and Nogbear, the guy that Cookie Boy accidentally drafted. That's who I wanted to go with in the third round. Um, but the guy he accidentally drafted, um, really, really good uh defensive end, especially oh, in the third round. Is that uh what's that? Kingsley uh, and Nogbear, I believe oh, okay. they say it, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean he's 
I want to really, I don't know if I put him at end. He's just a little slow. Um, maybe move him inside, but he really doesn't have the strength. For that. Oh, Sorry. so Drake London will be 89 speed. Even better. Really? No, 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 no. He will not. He will not. It's a Madden adjustment. He will be 84. Madden adjusted like uh, Herbig. Oh, it's another Madden adjustment. So Madden said, bump your speed, He would have been at 89 speed, but Madden said, nah, bro. We know he's going to mole, so he's going to be at 84 I'm not going to lie. I like these random Madden changes, bro. Yeah, it's it's I like these random stuff that just happened, bro. You have 99 uh, awareness, and you have 84 speed, bro. Madden just Uh, doing all types of stuff. What's your favorite pick in this round, uh? Uh, A-Rod. Oh. I will say this. Looking at a lot of these picks, there was a big drop-off from the overall ratings from round two to three. I'm looking at a lot of 60s drafted here. Um, Because they don't know how to draft. I got a 71. I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. 72, bro. I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, Giants do with uh, Slavis, Slovis, whatever his name is, with Daniel Jones there already. Um, so yep. that was pretty interesting. I'm um, interested in seeing Trey London's speed rating, the outcome of that. No, the outcome but, is there. He said Madden did, so the 84. The 84 oh, he's going to say 84? Yeah, Madden yep. changed it. He didn't change it, yep, so we're honoring it. all the changes yep. Madden did. It's random. Yeah, and I, I like the George Pickens draft pick, too. Um, they got him late in the third. He looks like he'll be a solid oh. player as well. So, Hefe, um, just to keep you included, I know you, you don't know much about the draft, but your draft pick was Brian Robinson Jr., 6'1", 232, definitely a power back. Hit up, hit up hype Mike. Eight, I mean, King Mike, 80, hit up King Mike. 86, yeah, 86 speed, 91 XL. I mean, he's, a, he's solid. Um, I'm trying to see his uh, break tackle. Break tackle's a little low, his carrying's 84. Uh, how do you feel? You took a look at him. How do you feel about including him? I know you have AJ Dillon already. He's solid. So he's solid. He's solid for anybody. Uh, for anybody looking for a power back, I already JT. have Dillon. I already yep. have Dillon. So and Aaron Jones, of, right? And Aaron Jones, right? So I already have a good one-two yeah, punch. So that was a terrible uh, pick Yeah, no, that yeah. was a terrible pick. The CPU did not do me any justice there. The CPU um, holds you on that one. Yeah. So. Uh, anybody, you know, so he's definitely going to be on the block because he he's trade. He will be on the no trade list, so you'd have to spend money to get rid of him. Well, content points. So that's the thing. If you want to get rid of him, he'll be on the no trade list. You would have to spend content points. Yeah, we can hear you now. Hello? Just so you know, you'll have to spend content points to move hit, uh Robinson. I don't know if he could hear us. Yeah, he might not be able to hear us, but I don't. I don't think you spend content points to move Robinson. Maybe you hold him for a season and then try to move him. Um, maybe he gets a dev. You never know. Don't get rid of anybody that's been drafted because they could get a dev and change your whole outlook on what what you have. You know what I mean? If you get you start cutting these guys, let us know. We'll go into the free agency and pick them up because they might get a dev at that point. Because uh, you never know uh, what what will happen. Um, Looking at round four, we'll move on, uh, and then when Hefe uh, gets back, we'll talk about it. Looking at round four, uh, actually, let me go back to round three. Biggest draft bust in round three was 
was a 60 overall taken at uh, pick 24. Detroit picked a middle linebacker. I assume it's just because he had a decent 40. Yes, it was 85 speed, 87 acceleration. Uh, feels like he could do something with that. Uh, change of directions, a little crappy. Um, but that's the biggest draft bust based on overall being a 60 overall in the, uh, the third round. Um, taking a look at round four, what's the biggest surprise? Yeah, we could hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Don't. Uh, you you missed my whole spiel about not cutting anybody. Uh, I don't know if you can hear us, but don't cut anybody until the dev traits drop because that guy could end up a superstar X factor, and then it's gonna change the whole way you look at him specifically. Or so, he could he could trade him for more at that point. You have to take him off the yeah. no trade list, but you either way you'll have to take him off the no trade list if you want to trade him. Yeah, I mean I would do something, but he's just yeah. If I can trade him away, that'd be perfect. Because uh, I, he just, you know, Bill's just not a good kid trying to computer for me because I already have something. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's not the worst pick in the world, uh, but I definitely suggest not doing anything until you find out. Um, yeah, so moving I think, on. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, the running back, going in the fourth round of Baltimore. First of all, Baltimore had three back to back to back picks. Um, yeah, which is which is hard to hard to accomplish, and he made three solid draft picks, probably some of the best picks in that fourth round. Um, yeah. But I like out of those, obviously uh, running back Charbonnet. I think he's he's more of a power guy, uh, but he was I believe third or second in the Heisman um, voting. Got some awards. Finished came in with a 91 speed. Um, so I think to go with his 85 trucking. So I think that is a really, really solid pickup, especially for a team like, uh, like yeah. the Ravens, um, that definitely wants to be run heavy. So I like that, um, pick. And then Rodriguez going to the Saints. That is like the question mark, right? Um, and I was going to pick on Mally. I mean, that Mally. I was thinking Mally, but um, Cammy picked him right in front of me, saying, "You're going to love this pick. That's the Heisman winner." So what yeah, he know, won a lot what, of awards. Never mind just the Heisman. He had like yeah, four but or five awards. He on only has eighty six speed. His trucking is only a seventy eight. So on paper, Charbonnet's the better guy. But of course you have to wait and see because he's not trucking nobody and he's not outrunning anybody. But if you get a dev, none of that matters. So yep. <laughs> so you get we'll a dev that there. that speed could end up eighty eight, eighty nine just from upgrades, especially with how low he is. SP could get up there real quick, and he's got a good shot for a dev. You, you, the Saints have Alvin Kamara in front of him, and that's extra points on top of the awards. Um, you know, going to Kentucky doesn't really matter because they blow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, on top of the awards, you got the the guy in front of him. I mean, it's a great. I think it's a great pick for the Saints. Uh, you take a flyer on him, and if he gets superstar X factor or something like that, and you're able to build him. Maybe Alvin Kamara then becomes, uh, uh, you know, someone you can move. And then you could get something for Alvin Kamara. Um, I really like, uh, I mean, taking a look at uh, Hefe's pick, the the safety that went uh, um, 31st. Hodges Thompson. Yeah, he, he's yeah. a 72 overall late in that round. Oh, yeah, with 89 speed, um, 92 or so. So I think that's a really, really good pick at the fourth. I mean, we're talking about guys that are in yeah, the he's just 60s, slow. low that's, 60s. I mean, not slow. He's just uh really short, 5'9". <laughs> uh, 
uh, at safety. Um, just I also like both your situations. pick. I I also like your pick, Deloitte, with Jaden Daniels getting him late. Uh, he's got 88 speed, 88 excel. I mean, he's a solid. Um, you know, kind of yeah. comparable. Uh, besides the throw power, besides having as much well, I as don't Willis, but he has yeah. the same speed as Willis. He has pretty much. He's pretty much a bootleg Willis. Uh, yeah, he's a poor man's Willis, in my opinion. Like you said, doesn't have the throw power. He is. Uh, his injury rating is higher. I think like twelve points yeah. higher. So like it's significantly higher. But like you said, that could definitely be moved up. That throw power isn't there. Um, which you know you're sacrificing getting the quarterback this late. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to have you know the greatest throw power in the world. But I feel like I can run my offense without it. We'll see. Um, but I don't have any intentions of him playing right away, so he's more of a dev guy. Yeah. I want a Will Levis, but the Chargers, he o- Z owes me some um, some answers, man, because um, I don't know why he drafted my guy right in front of me. But other yeah. than that, yeah, that, that's where the Jane Daniels yeah. guy came in. So Z's going to have – yeah, I don't know why you did that, Z. That's, that's rude. <laughs> um, I think, you know, Deloitte is one of the nicest guys in the world, and you taking Will Levis out from underneath him is some – Oh shit. Um, but I wanted to talk about another quarterback that was drafted. De'Eric King goes to Indianapolis at 30, 32 in the fourth round. Now he's got uh, 90 speed, 91 Excel, 81, 87 agility. Um, what was his overall? Pro, he's a 57 overall. It was a terrible pick, for, a terrible pick for the round, in my opinion. As far as uh, a huge reach and probably, yeah, that was the worst rated uh, guy in the uh, fourth round. Actually, he's tied with uh, Zach McLeod, the Dallas right end that was drafted. Um, but he just picked Carson Strong round three, ended the, ended the round. Uh, then he follows it up with Derek King. How do you how do you feel about that in in a general sense? I don't. I'm not pretty. I'm not sold that he drafted him to be the starter. I think he's just trying to. Take that dev chase and he'll be a lifetime backup if he doesn't get it. Yeah, I would, I could agree with that. Um, so how do you feel about that safety you drafted? Uh, well, the CPU drafted, uh, FA, you know, it's the highest rated in, in that round, uh, as far as all the people drafted. I mean, you know, obviously, CPU, uh, probably just went with best available at that time. I mean, if you if you get some playing time, you know, if you get some upgrades, there's a chance that that 89 can go to maybe a 90 if you get this plus one speed. But again, uh, I, one of you mentioned that you know he's five nine, and I think this Madden more than ever height really plays a part in it. So he can really be a detriment, you know, for uh, for those jump balls out there. The players that just so want to tap yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but ball hawk off. It doesn't. Maybe he has good ball hawk ability. It could be back on, man. Yeah. You never know. He could so, go get it. And you know, it's gonna be hard to break into that uh, lineup with uh, Amos and Savage back there. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you know, we'll take a look at him. Um, you know, see what his coverage is. Maybe he could be moved to a corner. You never know. See what see what he has right there. Uh, but as far as safety, I don't. He's not going to be really any good at safety. He'll be able to have to, you know, go up and play with uh, tight ends or you know try to, you know, be any help in that backfield. You know, overall, you know, by the round, solid. Pick by the computer by taking the best available, but he'll be a special team player at best. Mm. 
All right. So, um, hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> moving on <laughs> to round. We're moving on to round five. Uh, I'm trying to look at a, a big surprise. I mean, Cincinnati got a 71 out of round five. So did uh, Chicago. Um, you know, uh, Cleveland also got a 70 uh, right end. Um, anybody that surprised you again take taken in round five, Deloitte? Anybody that comes to mind, just taking a look at it. Um, in round five, let me go to round five. Round five. Uh, I think Tyreek Smith going that late is a steal. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good pickup in in round five. Uh, I thought he'll probably go a little bit higher, like round honestly like three or four. So him dropping is is a good pickup. Um, Michael Wright, I didn't have him on my board like at all, but he came in at a 71 overall. So that's very good. Same with, um, Dexton Hill. I had him on the board, but really good pickup, uh, from Cincinnati. Um, especially in that, you know, that fifth round spot. Uh, other than that, I don't, I mean, Emory Jones went, you know what I mean? Went to Miami. So we will see. Joey Gatewood went. So some quarterbacks came off the board in big round splash, five. Big splash. Emory big splash. Big splash. Big uh, splash. Drama had his big splash before he fell asleep. Um, and then got Jake Ferguson. So, um, yeah, that was his, his that was, that was, one overall. That was, that was the biggest Holy snap. He said I was going to get a big splash, fell asleep, and computer drafted a 51 overall. Yeah. Well, I guess it was yeah. a big splash. Big splash, big, <laughs> big joke. Splash, big splash, and then you getting uh Tavondre Sweat, big dude from Texas. Uh, what is his height, weight in the game? Got to be crazy. Uh, six four, three forty five. Why do they give him that little head in the game? Uh, with ninety five <laughs> strength, <laughs> ninety five strength. So, uh, that's a really good pickup. And then I took uh Mike Jones, uh, who ended up being a sixty eight overall. And that was a panic pick because I wanted yeah. either Hinton or Sweat, and they went literally the two picks right before Ha-ha. me. Ha-ha. Yeah, so uh, literally, I just happened to click on Mike Jones, seeing he ran a 4-5 or five and drafted him. All right. So uh, that was it was funny because I think Mike Jones was a, a potential pick for me. Uh, A-Rod, <laughs> you actually picked a couple of 57s in this round, so it wasn't the greatest round of – for you, nah, uh, what did you what did you what did you see in those uh, two players? Was it like a athleticism thing? Uh, what led you to picking uh, those two I mean, players? I basically, drafted. I had back to back picks, so I just honestly took them, hoping one of them would be something in a position that I have an opportunity for someone to step in and play right away. Okay, all right, so that makes a lot of sense. So moving on, though, we got the round six um, coming up. Um, taking a look. Just skimming through. Uh, there's nobody that uh, we got a 75, uh, Devontae Lee, who was actually he was less than that, but he got moved to fullback. My boy, Devontae Lee, who's supposed to go 1 1 overall, goes to Tampa Bay. He's got 87 speed. Uh, he got moved to fullback by um, Mally. He's got 82 lead block uh, as a as a halfback, uh, 65 run block. Impact blocking is a little low at 63. But I mean, he got a he got a nice little fullback out of the, out of this round, uh, seventy five overall at fullback. Um, I would have kept him at running back because everybody knows he's the goat. Uh, but you know, a nice little pick there. Uh, anything else that sticks out to anybody as far as this this round? Bo Nix yeah. went to Tampa Bay at thirty one. You know, we know he's a 
He's an X factor, uh, Bo Nix, in every game he plays. <laughs> Definitely a difference maker. Uh, he was better than I thought. I'm not gonna lie, he was Bo better Nicks. than. Uh, yeah, I did not like. I was serious when I was like, bro, he. That game took him all the way off my board, like completely. Um, so, I mean, congrats. Um, but he, what is he, a 62 overall? That tells you where my expectations were when I'm like, he's better than I thought. But he comes in with 92 throw power. Those accuracies definitely are deserved. The 65 deep and 67 mid, um, he deserves every bit of that because he was so bad in the Sims in the um playoffs. But um, he was better than I thought. Um, a guy I was disappointed in was Yusuf Corker, obviously another Kentucky guy going to the Chiefs. Only being a 60 overall, so we're not getting any love uh, from JT. So I'm gonna need him to, you know, start bumping I think it's up. Bullshit. I'm gonna yeah, need him to realize bullshit. we are a prestigious university, and um, our guys need devs. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I really like uh, Roshan Johnson. This was, I don't like it that he went to the New Orleans Saints, but I like him as a player. I mean, he's got 89 speed. He's 6'3", 240, so he's a power, a powerhouse. 91 trucking uh, out the gate. Um, I don't think, I mean, he's got two chances to hit on a dev. Do you think Alvin Kamara is definitely out of uh, New Orleans if they get a dev, if either of his guys get a dev? I don't think he's out, but I mean, I think he's just looking at the future and knowing, you know, he's going to start getting up there in age and he needs to get a backup plan, at least spell him yeah. a little bit so he doesn't have this one guy getting, you know, the bulk of the carries. I was, uh, King Mike said he was going to take him if uh, the Saints didn't. And uh, I was on the same boat. He was he was definitely on my radar. Um, moving on though to round seven. Anybody see anything that stands out? Uh, we had a couple seventies that still that went that late. Uh, I got Peyton Willis, seventy overall at pick four in the draft. Uh, pick four in the, uh, the seventh round. Um, we had a seventy-one overall left tackle go. I mean. Uh, uh, there was a few really good players, and that kind of speaks to the way scouting is being handled in this Madden. I like kind of leaves that that yeah. opening for steals to happen in the the late rounds. Nobody being a hundred percent sure, like with the old scouting, you knew whether the guy yeah. was trash or not, like a hundred percent. I think exactly. kind of having that unknown. Obviously, people will complain because you want to know, but I think having mm-hmm. that unknown variable definitely makes the draft more interesting because you don't really know you know what i mean and you do it opens it up for like you just said seventh round guys we had a we had a 49 overall go in the seventh round we had a 71 overall go in the seventh round so like literally the variances are there and people are going to start taking shots and if you get lucky and hit i mean that's a good pick for you and uh yeah you get you get 70 plus in the seventh round i There's mean like three three 70 pluses in the seventh round yeah that's that's great that's that's honestly a, a great night and uh wait so all right one went to indy one went to the giants i thought the giants had two of them um but other than that you got anything to mention as far as the seventh round or are you all set no nah, i think that was mainly it but it was a good seven round for a couple of teams all right so uh just real quick um the the top uh, five quarterbacks taken. Uh, Desmond Ritter went uh, number one. Mark Malik Mark Willis. Malik Willis went number two. Spencer Rattler went number three. JT Daniels number four. Matt Corral number five. Um, just looking at the top five, 
I think the biggest surprise is probably JT Daniels at four, um, going ahead of some of these quarterbacks and um, maybe Spencer Rattler. Uh, nah, he was in the yeah, we, he was in he the was playoff go. as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, JT Daniels is the only one that you know got picked where you're like, all right, you know that was that was the uh, that was probably a reach uh, when it comes to the top five quarterbacks taken. You had Sam Howell, Carson Strong, guys like that that got taken later on. Yeah, um, I don't think none of the quarterbacks, like I said, JT Daniel, probably the biggest shock, but I don't think none of them were, you know, crazy if that makes sense. So. so. And moving on, uh, the running backs, Isaiah Spill was the first running back taken in the second round. Brees Hall followed up uh, with the number two. Uh, Jerrion Ely, number three. Brian Robertson Jr., number four. And Zach Cabernet at number five. Um, really, really surprised at how long it took a running back to come off the board. Uh, it took to the late second round. And Isaiah Spiller goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, any surprises as far as the running backs? like? you know, uh, running back going so late, um, you know, the top five? No, I think it's just um, with the running backs, it just shows you where running back value is. It's definitely, yep. you know, at an all-time low and just in the NFL in general. So um, I think it's just something else that, you know, we've seen in this draft, just running backs dropping um, further than most Alabama. of us expected. So. Brian Robinson yeah. from Alabama, huh? Yeah, he's a Bama kid, man. He actually had a pretty decent season this year. <laughs> Are you looking at Dev? You hoping Dev? I'm hoping Dev. Alabama, pretty good season. <laughs> how, do, how do you? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think well, you one thing that got, one thing that helps the Devs is literally all five Heisman candidates were running backs. So, I think all of them were in the class as well. So. That maybe get help. Yeah. Also, you know, give some guys some devs for sure. Um, but I thought out of the running backs, I thought the top running back to me was Isaiah Spiller, um, with Brees Hall being a second place guy in my opinion. Uh, I was really interested in Ely out of Ole Miss and him so, coming in as a 69. Uh, I think is really solid. And just a heads up, we're gonna uh, come preseason, uh, come season, uh, regular season week one, we'll take a look at this. Uh, neon sports because they give you the drafted dev and also the current dev so it will change the outlook on, and neon sports you know, the, is uh showing us worth a little bit they have some yeah. cool stuff uh top five <laughs> top five tight ends uh yeah Jalen Weidemeyer the number one uh taken in the first round two tight ends went in the first round Jay, uh, Jaleel B, uh, Billingsley went number two um then you had Isaiah likely going number three Kate Otten going number four Jeremy Ruckert going number five um I was surprised with how many tight ends were taken so early. I didn't think it was a good uh, tight end class. Um, how do you feel about, you know, the tight ends in general? Yeah. Uh, I know the tight end that they picked for me was just hard. <laughs> Bo- booty hole. Booty hole. Oh, man. Tight end. 62 overall. 79 speed. <laughs> That's a fullback. He's <laughs> talking about uh, Stogner? Yeah, but yeah. he was just in the college football playoffs, so he might be a fullback oh, with a dev, bro. You never know. He's not a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, there's nothing he can do a tight end. So, I mean, so, go ahead. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. Now, my favorite gonna, tight end coming on. into the oh, draft ahead. was uh, yeah, Billingsley. Ahead. So seeing him go in the first round was good. Uh, Weidemeyer surprised me. I didn't think he'll be that good. I, I had him as like my fourth tight end. So yeah. him coming in at 71 definitely uh, was a good good shock. And then uh, Otten was a guy I had up there at number two for my tight end. So um, just interesting seeing where you know where everybody's going and their overalls finally. So moving on yeah. to wide receivers. Um, oh, you wanted to uh, touch on something else with the tight ends, Hefe? Well, I'm, I'm just saying overall because I'm looking at my draft. I'm my I'm keeping my left end, and I actually got a tackle, a left tackle drafted in the seventh. At was a seventy overall, so yes. that's actually going to work. But everybody else, if you need a power back, King Mike or JT. Brian Robinson from Alabama is going to be your guy. <laughs> uh, now, if he gets a dev, you're going to keep him over AJ Dillon? JT needs 10 AJ running backs. No, as long as he doesn't have 10 on his roster, you'll be fine. Are you so keeping AJ Dillon? No, if he gets a dev, you're keeping AJ Dillon no matter what? Or are you going to move AJ Dillon and keep the guy that gets the dev? Or are you oh, just well, going to cash, gets- cash in on, on him getting the dev? Either way, it's going to cost you 20 content points. If you you want to move him, why would it cost me twenty content points? He's gonna be on a no trade list in the second round. Yep, everybody. No, all your rookies, all the rookies is on your roster. You're gonna be on no trade list that first year. Well, if it's yep. a good enough trade, it's worth it. But uh, if, yeah, he gets, if he gets if he gets a dev, then no, I'll keep him and move Dylan. But I like Dylan, man. Dylan's a great running. Dylan's a great running back. Man. Uh, moving on though to wide receivers, uh, top five taken. Chris Alave uh, uh, went number ten. Uh, Garrett Wilson that went number twenty three. Uh, then you had John Mitchie. Is that Mechie, the third? Michi, from yeah. Al- yeah, from Alabama went number three. Uh, Traylon Burks went number four, and Romeo Dobbs went number five. Um, I know there was a lot of talk about Traylon, Traylon Burks. Uh, you know, and JT, I think, said he's a steal. Um, what do you know, Deloitte, about Tra- Traylon Burks uh, specifically? Uh, I mean, he's yeah, a I mean, he's a big boy, 230, 6'3". Definitely has a big frame. Uh, he can go get it. Um, his change of direction being a 96 is incredible, um, being that size. I think, you know, for those guys, I think the overlooked stats a lot of times are your acceleration and your change of direction just because, you know, What's the likelihood you're just putting them on a straightaway sprint? So, you know, him making, being able to make a catch, you know, get a couple extra yards, I think is very possible with that. And that high release uh, to make sure he gets off a of jam, just to go with the rest of the receivers there are solid. No, uh, my biggest release start is great. It's really good. My biggest thing is we kept talking about the two Ohio State guys, and I was like, how even they are. Like, they're, they had yeah. the same amount of catches in the season. They both came in 74 overalls. Like, they're <laughs> very, very even. I gave the edge personally in my own personal rankings to Garrett Wilson over Alave. And I, I knew Alave would be a little bit faster, but I figured that Wilson will be up there in speed as well. And I figured he might be a little bit of a better catcher and route, route runner. But they're yeah. both up there, and they're both in really good situations. You could expect Alave to be up there in receiver, like leading in receptions. It's definitely going to happen. Um, and you can see Hype Mike utilizing Garrett Wilson to also be up there, at least in yardage. So 
I think they're both in great situations, and they'll both be up there for, you know, rookie of the year. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to do offensive line all together. Uh, I'm not going to go through each, um, you know, each, you know, uh, right guard, left guard, each individual um, offensive line. I wish they kind of clumped them together. But uh, just taking a look at the offensive line, we know that the top two were uh, Evan Neal, then Kenyon Green. Um, anything you wanted to mention, like Evan Neal, I uh, supposedly has a really low injury rating and already got injured week one of preseason. Did um, he get hurt already? I think he, he got hurt already. Wow. Yeah, that's so. tough. Yeah, that's um, tough. We'll we'll skip it because we can't can't really lump them together. So let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, top defensive ends taken. You had Kayvon Thibodeau going number one. You had uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Zach Harrison, and then uh, George uh, Carl Loftus, who pretty much rounded out the top five. Um, when you take a look, actually, there's one more. So that was the top four, top five. Uh, then it would be. Uh, not until the third round, we had uh, Xavier Thomas as the fifth uh, defense uh, defensive end taken. Uh, just taking a look at the defensive ends, who's your favorite and who's the biggest surprise? You say Carl Loftus fallen so far. Would he also be your favorite? Do you like? Uh, obviously, Thibodeau is clearly the favorite, but not oh, yeah, yeah. that cop out yeah. uh, <laughs> because we yeah. we know how good. We know how good he is. Uh, I would say out of the I'm a too. big Aiden Hutchinson guy. I yeah. like Aiden Hutchinson a lot. Uh, and then Carl Laftis, man. I think, like I said, he should have been a lot higher than where he ended up going. Um, and then my favorite player overall, besides Tibbs, was um, Leo, DeMarvin Leo. Um, and him falling to 15. Well, that's the was, def- defensive Oh, we tackle. haven't got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get yeah. there in a sec. But yeah, oh, well, well, you, you already know my defensive tackle guy. You're already talking <laughs> yeah. about it. So top five, uh, Jordan Davis, DeMarvin Leo. Uh, Perion uh, Winfrey, uh, Haskell, Garrett, and then uh, Tyler Davis are the top five uh, defensive tackles taken. And you're saying your favorite is DeMarvin Leal. So yeah. I'm going to bring up DeMarvin Leal. My favorite is obviously Jordan Davis because he's a monster of a man. Um, but taking a look at Leal, I mean, he's got solid strength. He's 6'4", 299, can move. Um, he's got great pursuit. Uh, he's got good pass rush moves. I mean, he's a yeah. solid, solid pick it's, at that. It's at two that. different defensive tackles, and that's why you can't really compare David. Yeah. Like when you were talking about Davis, I understood your look at Davis because you're born in three four, he's so you need a nose. Yeah. You need a nose. I run yeah. a four three, so for me, I'm looking at Leo like, yo, this is this is the guy. You know, what exactly, I mean? <laughs> definitely the guy there. So mm-hmm. it really depends on the need and the scheme that you're running. Uh, they both serve their purposes. I mean. Davis is what 350, 340. Like it's a big human being, bro. Three seven crazy, bro. He's a big human being. Um, so either you're not moving him out the way. And as a nose, you don't need you don't need you to pass, you don't need to do nothing. Just don't move. Yeah. Literally just be big and don't move. That's all you need out of your nose tackle, and you're fine. So mm-hmm. I think he's gonna do that for you. And then you have Devin Bush roaming around behind him. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what that's what that's the plan. That's what I I shot for. Uh, moving on to the linebackers, we got a, a mix of pass rushing linebackers. Um, 
we'll start with the edge linebackers. Uh, Drake Jackson, I think, was the first uh, outside linebacker taken. Uh, after that, you got Godet the fourth. Um, actually, you got uh, Brenton Cox Jr., Godet the fourth, Nolan Smith, and then you finished it out with uh, Brandon Smith. Um, it was a good draft for outside linebackers in general. Um, you had your uh, favorite over Sean take in third round, second overall. Um, who was your favorite outside linebacker if you, you know, not including Drake Jackson? Because I think that's a consensus favorite linebacker for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I wish I could be honest and be like, man, I knew Nick Herberg, but or Herbig was <laughs> yeah, his name, but that, that was not was not on my mind. That was um, not planned. Yeah, at all. Um, my top linebackers, obviously, outside of Drake Jackson, was um, Britton Cox. I had a really high grade on him, who I ended up going with. Um, Nick Benito, um, I had a high grade on him as well. And he ended up being, where is he at, a 70, 71 overall. Yeah. So, I mean, he came in really, really solid. So I think those two guys um, are the ones I was – interested in mm-hmm. the most uh, when it came there and then uh dude from ohio state i can never say his name uh i don't know how he went so high oh uh, <laughs> I, got that. I, yeah, yeah I, I, he I, was I, like I, supposed I to be super late i don't i think he could have been like undrafted honestly um so that one was definitely shocking and then um overshone who we just talked about that I, I, I like big fan all right yeah um that that's a surprise. He's not the most athletic, so it makes no sense. Uh, but moving on to the middle linebacker, you had Christian Harris, uh, Owen Popo, uh, D'Angelo Malone, uh, Nicobe Dean, who will probably move to the outside, or maybe we'll keep him at middle linebacker. And then you got Devin Lloyd, though number number five. Uh, I assume your favorite is Devin Lloyd. Uh, you got a seventy-one overall. Uh, nah, Harris, I wanted Nicobe Dean, bro. He's supposed to be in Vegas right now. We're supposed to be having this you know, introductory press conference, but, you know, things didn't go the way we planned. Where, where would you use him? On the outside uh, as a pass rusher? Because he's a good pass rusher and got good speed. You could move, have him play the middle. I mean, he doesn't really have the, the size or the Dean? strength to play the house. Yeah. No, and I was going to I feel like. Oh, three, four. I mean, even four, three. I mean, obviously, I'm looking at it from a four, three perspective, but yeah. I was just, I was purely planning on playing him in the middle. Um, yes. I thought he will be there. I thought maybe he could have been a guy that you had to dev up just slightly before he is ready. Um, that one is throwing him out there. Um, his injury was something I was a little concerned about going into the draft. Yeah. Um, but that's why I wouldn't have, you know, reached for him. But just as a guy to kind of fall to you, I think it's a really good pick. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on uh, at the corners, we got Stingley, we got Gardner, we got Booth, uh, we got Elam, uh, uh, Elam, and then we got Jovi, uh, the top five uh, corners taken. My favorite is obviously Amon Gardner, uh, you know, 6'3", um, you know, has decent speed, um, and they won the Natty, so hoping, hoping a dev hits. How do you feel about that, uh, D-Look? Yeah, I'm big on Gardner. Um, I think that size... Uh, you know, that size with that speed, he's really like you know how taller guys they run a little bit faster. So that if you yeah, him down to six foot, like bro, he got like 90, 91 speed. So yeah. I mean, him having that size, uh, with that acceleration, um, and even eighty three jumping, I think is definitely, definitely doable. Like yeah. it's good. Um, 
his stamina is 98, injury 93. Like, this man will be out there the rest yeah. of the cycle. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, he exactly. will be out there for you the rest of the cycle and change the direction really, really good. So, um, I like him. I think he's a good player for you. Um, and I think he'll dev up just fine. So, so I don't move, mind them move. going second. So, uh, moving on, uh, um, we got the free safeties. Kyle Hamilton was number one to the Jets. Uh, Brandon Joseph followed up. Uh, Lewis Steen, is that Steen? Um, uh, Isaiah Palomau, I had him last cycle. Uh, and then John Yeh Thompson, John Yeh Thompson. Uh, Thomas, not Thompson, Thomas. Um, he wraps it up at five. How do you feel about uh, the free safeties? I mean, after Kyle Hamilton, it's kind I, of a... I didn't like him. I didn't like yeah. the safety coming in. I thought Kyle Hamilton, uh, I think we talked about in the pre-draft show, is probably one of the best players, like defensive players, period, mm-hmm. in the draft. But then kind after like that... Simmons coming out. Yeah, after that, it was just a a fall. Yeah, crap shoot. Uh, moving on to the strong safeties, we had Jordan Battle go to number one. Uh, DeLarvin Turner Yell uh, over to Arizona. You know, he's, you know, punching the air yeah. over that pick. Uh, Bubba Bolden, um, Tyreek Smith, uh, Tyke Smith, and then Joquan uh, Brisker. So, uh, taking a look, I mean, not a great class for safeties uh, besides <laughs> Kyle Hamilton. Uh, I did have Jordan Battle, and he got me a dev last cycle, so maybe he gets a dev this cycle. But yeah, other than uh, that, not a great class. The it definitely surprised me a little bit, uh, just because I legitimately did not think there was gonna be a seventy out of the strong mm-hmm. safeties. Uh, <laughs> so having like three of them or whatever it ended up being is a yeah. shock to me because I I was staying fully away. Yeah. So how do you um? Jump into. I know you had the, uh, the top. Um, you know who had the best draft. You had that list. So jump into that for the people, so you could uh run that off, and then we could talk about somebody's draft real quick before yeah. we head out. Yeah, I could I could do the the top five and bottom five if you want. Um, this is in. No, just um, just run through the list. I'll and run we'll through all of them. All right, so I will go. I will yeah. go in order, and this is according to Neon Sports and how they do their grades. Um, the Jets had the best grade overall, or the best draft overall, um, according to Neon Sports. Then you had the Patriots, the Giants, the Texans, the Falcons, Eagles, Buccaneers, Packers, Bengals, Chargers, Colts, Cowboys, Ravens, football team, Saints, Vikings, Lions. Steelers, Dolphins, Bears at 20. And the final 10 are the Titans, Raiders, Chiefs, Browns, Jaguars, 49ers, Rams, Panthers, Cardinals, Broncos, Bills. I'm interested to see how they uh, they come up with these grades. Yeah. Uh, it says... Um, it tells you right here, it says, these grades are currently based on the team's average overall for players drafted between rounds one and three plus their developmental trait value. Obviously, the traits are all normal, so everybody's on a normal playing field from according to these draft grades. Um, and then, basically, your average one through three picks. Oh, well, so then, the, the, the only reason the I'm trait... first is because I only had two picks in that span. Yeah, and so yeah, I, my average I, is pretty well. My, yeah, my average wasn't watered down with a second and third round pick. So that's that's Neon Sports. Now, I want you to give your top three. Uh, we're each going to give our top three. I say football teams number one. 
Um, then I would say, um, as far as a team, uh, who else had a um, Patriots had a really good draft. I, I think, think the Giants had a really good draft. The Giants. Uh, my number one. I'll, I'm just gonna do give you a, your favorite. I'm gonna say the football team because I I don't know enough about everybody else. I'm gonna say the football team. It's definitely number one. Being able to trade out a, a first overall and still get the player you you wanted. Uh, other yeah, than that, I mean, uh, you're not mad at that. He has four players over seventy overall. So yeah, uh, that's a really really good pick. Um. I'm a fan of the Giants, man. I know it wasn't crazy deep, but you get they got Tibbs, man. They get uh, Darian Kennard, who's a really good uh, lineman out of Kentucky, of course. Then you get Keaton Slovis and then Jerion Ely, some guys that I was, um, you know, looking at. I probably wasn't on the draft them, but I was definitely interested in those guys. Um, and I said, there was another team that had like five or six, like seventy overall players, and I cannot remember the team right now. I like the Saints. I like the Saints draft as well. Now let me go ahead and say that. Like with Spencer Rattler, the, uh, Winfrey. The Baltimore Ravens had one, two, three, four, five, six. They had six seventy plus overall. Yeah, that's uh, who it was. Then. Yeah, so the Ravens had a very solid, uh, which is funny because their first pick was like their worst pick in the entire draft. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it was. And then the rest of the draft, they killed it. So, yep. Definitely got to put they, them up there. they got the biggest steal with uh, Nick Herbig. And Nick Bonita, who I had really high. So um, we'll see who gets the spot there. I think that the uh, Bengals actually had a really good draft because what I'm looking at, they drafted three day one starters and getting Dexton Hill in the fifth round, I think, was one of the biggest deals of the draft. Um, yes. He's someone like a step in and start right now, depending on what he's going to do with Von Bell. I agree. But to uh, grab Aiden Hutchinson with the ninth was one of the bigger steals of the draft as well. I know Bubba probably has a plan, but on paper, what are you doing, bro? That draft was terrible. <laughs> like on paper, <laughs> like I'm so sure, you, I'm uh, you, sure you got a plan, bro. Even and, and I know you got dudes with speed, but I mean his draft consisted of a 63 overall, a 60, a 59, and a 62, and that was a draft. So, um. Like I said, I'm sure he has a plan, and you know, Bubba don't take anybody for no reason. I I know the Reggie Robertson was the one of the fastest receivers, um, on the board, so that's why he drafted him. So I'm sure he could get something to shake with him. But um, yeah, it it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good draft in my opinion. Hmm. Any anybody else that you feel had a terrible draft in general? Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks was a good choice. <laughs> um, Seahawks was sleeping the whole draft. He enjoyed um, his draft, man. Uh, he got to he sleep. Was after draft, so Packers had a terrible draft. Packers had a solid draft. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, you might, might not be. One, yeah, I don't yeah, think you know four. what terrible means. You need to go ahead and yeah. look at the Seahawks. Yeah, you need to go look at the Seahawks. Seventy overall. Uh, now, if you woke up, he's he's about to wake up knowing he drafted a fifty-one, a, a fifty-nine. <laughs> like, bro, what are you about to do? And the fifty-one was he, when he was supposed to make his big splash, and then uh, he started snoring. So we we don't know where he was going to go. Um. Anybody got anything to add before we head out? 
No, I, I enjoyed the it. draft party, man. It was really cool. It we had what, like four, four, five people with their cameras on. It was really cool, man. Really cool. Um, hopefully next year, you know, we can have another one of those. Sure. Yeah, man, I, point. Uh, I got a, I got a free safety and a running back. That's uh, that's on the block. That you're a rookie now. Noah, you can just cut them and then we'll sign them and then maybe they'll get a dev. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but you got the, do you have a song of the day or we'll save it for tomorrow? We're going to save it for tomorrow. Uh, right, so no song of the day today. Have a safe flight. Um, a- have yeah, have a safe flight. We'll see you when you get back. Uh, A-Rod, um, you got anything to add before we head out? No, good show. Excited for the start of the season. To have oh, yeah. And, uh, everybody knows A-Rod yeah. needs these shows. Uh, Green Bay kickoff week one. So, hey, just so you know, uh, JT, we, we this is a long show. We're going to need about eight points. Uh, A-Rod's in debt. <laughs> we need to get him yeah. out. We're going to get extra points just for this show. Um, I actually wanted to end it an hour ago, but A-Rod's like, I need the points. Like, Keep show we talking, drag. guys. Keep talking. <laughs> Um, but that's going to do it for us today, PML, and uh, we'll see you next time. Everybody have a great day.